Welcome to Gamers Down Under Podcast. This is episode 29. This week's news is for gamers. I'm Larman. I'm Steve. Excellent. Let's kick off for Gaming of the Week. I wonder if I should change that. I feel like I'm going to change my name to something cooler. We're discussing this now. <laughs> well, it's taken me 29. I've taken a 29. I don't know. You you can call me Sir, I guess. Sir. Hey, that's got a good ring. That's got a good Is ring that to it. As you pick your teeth with paper. Oh yes, yes it was. <laughs> I just had uh, a succulent meal, a Chinese meal, and it's stuck in my teeth. Have you seen that video of that man? No, I haven't. Yeah. Clearly, oh. I have an issue with it. <laughs> It's so good. He's getting arrested by the police, and he's like, "Here I am, just trying to eat a succulent meal, a Chinese meal." He's, like, "Ooh, I see you know kung fu." He's get your, get your hands off my. <laughs> oh no! Glad we're doing well, this. That's I know. Cool. This is but completely yeah. gaming. This is yeah. gaming. Kick up. Let's do it. This is how I feel like EA works their games. They start playing a game, then they start talking, and then they're like, oh, release a game. They forget to finish it. Can I I pay? Can I pay? I want to hear the end of it. That's what it is. All right, stop the podcast now. You can buy the rest, (laughs) $15.95. And there go all the listeners. (laughs) Straight past. There goes our sponsor, EA. (laughs) They were gone episode one, mate. Don't even buy yourself. (laughs) One little rant from you on EA, we're done. Yes. All right. Back on topic. Gaming of the week. I'm starting. You normally start, oh. so why not? Oh, yeah. Did Son I hear a... something? Did I hear that's... something? That's... I wasn't even messaging people. <laughs> we heard it, and then staying it in. <laughs> 29 episodes later, and I got done. <laughs> I haven't been done since the start. Like, st- first six episodes, I reckon you've done that to me. Maybe ten? I reckon it was ten. I think you got to ten. I think you got me until literally episode ten. I finally, So that's taken 19 episodes for you to finally and get the dick. Oh. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to try for a third okay. time to start our podcast. So let's go. Okay. So gaming of the week. This week, I've done quite a bit of gaming. I've kept a little bit busy. The missus is probably going to kill me. Beat Saber. I have gone, and I am shocking at Beat Saber. I love the songs. That's, I would actually just buy the tracks. That's obviously a VR game, yes? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, so you got pretty much like two lightsabers. It'll go on to the next game as well, like Star Wars. So you feel like a Jedi. You have to slice these things. Sort of like on your iPhone, the ninja fruit. Ah, you yes. have to cut the fruit different ways. Mm-hmm. What's these blocks that come at you? Um, and it's a pretty sick soundtrack, and it looks really now so it's, like you're in a club. Is that, <laughs> you're playing that. that on PS4? Yes. Obviously not Xbox, because I've got no... Obviously not on Xbox. You know what? This week I haven't done anything on Xbox, which is quite sad, because I've downloaded so many games using the Xbox app on my phone, but I haven't actually had time to play them because I've been playing VR. Yeah. That's another topic we'll come on to a bit later as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll try and stay on topic. So that was the first one, Beat Saber. Pretty sick. I, I love it. I'm going to... It's actually a workout, you know. Yeah, I've seen some of the videos. I was wondering whether that was what you were talking about. I'm pretty sure one of our streamers, Tom, actually plays it, but he's not on the PS4. He's on the PC. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember every time he streamed it, we um, got blacklisted and got taken yeah. down because of the yes. copyright copyright of the songs. So. Copyright for yep. the songs, that's right. <laughs> but see, you should be able to stream. But anyway, that's another topic again. The other, the other game that I was playing was Star Wars Fallen Order. So I've finished the first planet. First planet. So is that like a prologue or is that a little bit worth? It's it's pretty much just teaching you like how to wall run and how to get used to the controls, um, how to play the game. How How's the mechanics? Like, uh, Do we want to talk about mechanics and stuff like that yet or do you want to leave it? I'm Like, You've obviously played a lot of Star Wars games. I used to play a lot of Star Wars games. There's that one online MMORPG of Star Wars that I actually played a fair bit. There was another one on... Maybe well, it was... There actually was two MMO onlines. One's finished and one's still currently going. Ah, uh, okay. See, I think so the game that... you're talking about the original one. I played a different... Not an MMO, but I played it on... I can't remember whether it was Xbox or Xbox 360, and I smashed it. I literally, I was down in Canberra, this is maybe 15 years ago, working down there, and the person who I was living with at the time had an Xbox, and he's just like... Is that Knights of the Old Republic? It might have been. Might have been Knights of the Old Republic. And And he's like, oh, just have have a quick game. I fell in love with it. I literally, I played that game... Every, he he was a chef, and I was uh, I was working for Foxtel at the time. He'd go to work. He'd come home at two o'clock in the morning, and I'd still be on the Xbox. And he's like, "Hey," because it, my boss was his best friend. And he's like, "You better go to bed, Delzy. You're going to be in trouble." And because <laughs> my boss used to blow up at me for it, but I oh that game. It's mechanics weren't too heavy. Like you had the lore, you had the story. Like I just feel like some of these games these days, like Greedfall, maybe Star Wars. It's like you got to literally be a Jedi to try to learn how to play. And it just unless you're diving in and spending all that time, by the time you log back in next time, you're like, damn, what was the buttons again? And you don't want to go through that learning curve all over again. Yeah, so so st- starting off with the game, it reminds me a lot of Force, Un- uh, Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2. However, I like the fact that I can go back to different planets and I can choose my own planet to go to next. Like, it doesn't force you to go to a certain planet next. It'll have your main mission on a planet, but you can choose to... Like, at the moment, I've gone to the second world, but I've got, I had an option of going to two different worlds. Now, Force Unleashed was his apprentice, wasn't it? Yes. Darth Vader's apprentice. Force Unleashed yes. 2 was his clone? The, oh, the apprentice's apprentice, yes. clone? Yes. I never played number two, I don't think. I played number one. I, I didn't finish it. Oh, really? Both so number two fantastic. was good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, number two, they made a lot of improvements from, from number one. Really? So you'd rate yeah. number two? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. What? Where's this one in the storyline? Is it actually pretty... Is it actually pretty well in with the story? Like after, uh, like Empire Strikes Back, is that why there's barely any Jedi? Is it? No, what? it's just it's. I think it's a couple of years after Order sixty six. I don't know exactly the year. It tells you in the game, but there's so ah. much information coming into the game that I'm still trying to catch up. Because after Order sixty six, that is Empire Strikes Back, isn't it? Or is that a new I can't, hope? A new hope. Uh, yeah. 
that's episode four. So yeah. it's it's in between those two because I think there's like a twenty year gap, so I've got a big like gap to play with. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how many years after Order sixty six it is because that's episode three, but yeah, it's in between that gap. Are we allowed so, to mention the Mandalorian, the new TV series? No, we're not, a game show. We're, we're not a game show. <laughs> we're not a game show. We're not a game show. Okay. Can it shut we're it down? That's it. It's done. God, do yeah, it. No, no, no. Mention Mandalorian. Go on. It's Bounty Hunter, and it's got a baby Yoda in it. Have you watched it? No. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we're not a. You know uh, we're not a streaming I service. The... <laughs> I got Disney Plus because of that one show. Do you think I've actually watched The Mandalorian yet? There's like four episodes out. I know there's four because I looked last night and I'm like, I need that, to go to bed. <laughs> that is the whole reason I want Disney+. Plus. I already have Foxtel, Stan, Netflix, Crunchyroll, Anime Labs, all of these. Like I'm spending $200 a month on just streaming services and then all of a sudden I see Disney+, Plus with Mandalorian, I'm like, ooh, it's only eight dollars. What's another eight dollars? <laughs> it's and so cheap. Why not? Uh, uh, but all right, I, let's I move. I spend more on coffee, definitely. Yeah. So oh, I can okay. put it instead. All right. So, what do you reckon, Star Wars? You, how many hours? Um, it would be. I reckon maybe two, three hours tops. Oh, yeah. So like, sort of first you're world. through. Yeah. So sort of you're pretty much like the prologue. That's what I'm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, you're starting to hear the story and now is yeah, it still got no idea what the storyline is and I don't know who this guy is. I know he's, he was, like this is not a spoiler for anybody, he was a Jedi or he did have Jedi training, but he's forgotten it and been disconnected from the Force. So that's this story is sort of like going through and trying to connect yourself back up. There's uh... also other characters on your ship as well. And this goes back to like... Um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic because in that game you could hop into a ship and then fly around to different yes. uh, planets and then choose which way you wanted to go. So, so this is very similar so far. I don't know if it gets streamlined into sort of uh, a designated route that you have to go to. Maybe Are you talking about as in good, evil? No, no, I'm just talking about missions. Okay, so not as... Maybe it's, it's a little bit linear. Well, I don't know if it is because it's got the two, but you have to go to the, one of them for the main mission. Okay. But there is side missions you can do on different worlds so far. Now, obviously, being a Jedi by its name, the Fallen Order, are you actually a good? Can you choose evil factions? Is it own? Like, I remember something when they were bringing the game out, there was a lot of backlash because people were like, oh, you're only bringing out a good game. The next game will be the. Not Darth Maul, like the Darth. Darth, yeah, the, the, the Sith. So at this stage of the game, I can't say if you can go good and bad. You have, yeah. I'm, I'm I more of a. I can't answer it yet because yeah. I need to play a little bit more before I actually go deep dive into it. Okay. But, like the initial thing, it looks really good. The character moves really well. It's not clunky. Anywhere you actually can see, you can pretty much go to in the map, which is really cool. Uh, there's a lot of different things that you can see. Like hidden things that you can get your droid to scan, which is pretty cool as well, because that tells you a bit of the lore. Have you seen the TV series Shameless? No. He's a character in that. Oh, he's actually an actor, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's actually... <laughs> an actual, sorry, a person, not an actor. <laughs> oh, an actor. He is an actor. actor okay. is a Keep person, going. but yeah, he's from um, Shameless. So, I Have you ever done a test? I've done a test and I'm a grey Jedi, so it's oh, like... 
best video clip the other day about Freddie Prince Jr. talking about grey Jedi's and they don't exist. But anyway, it's either good or bad. I'm always bad and I don't care. See, I'm I'm I lean good, but I believe there you need destruction in the world. You need death. Either with me or against me, and that's all I'm gonna say. The grey are more powerful. No chance. All right, move on. Anyway, so that's Star Wars. The next one I've been playing is... Yes, I know, first. Well, what is am it, I saying? Is it, is it luring you back in? Oh, yeah, gonna definitely. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish two, it. Really? So two to three yeah. hours and you're going to turn it back on? Yep. Okay, yep, perfect. 100%. 100%. Really good. Next one. Super Bomberman R. Now, nice. I played Bomberman on the Nintendo 64. I loved that game. I was on the Switch the other day when I finished Pokemon, because I finished Pokemon. Didn't catch all the Pokemon, though, but finished the game. And post-game? And post-game, all done. But I was on... I don't know how I ended up on the store. I just randomly end up at that store. And I'm like, oh, do I get Bomberman? And then I had a look at the gameplay, and I'm like, it looks exactly like the Nintendo 64 Bomberman. I'm like, and... Oh. This is the thing that annoys me, right, is Super Bomberman R, which is, look, it is a, it's a fantastic game. I love the game. That has characters that actually talk, and you can actually hear them talk. Oh, However, really? It's got voice acting. No, nah, Pokemon doesn't, but nah. Bomberman does. Like, come on! I wonder hey, why they're doing that in Pokemon. I know why they've done it in Zelda. I obviously, I read a massive, not introduction, a massive interview with the creator of Zelda, and he's done that on purpose. Link he wanted, yeah, he's actually kept Link as a mute on purpose. He's want, even with no voices, he's wanted to lure people in with other ways. Yeah, it was a very interesting interview to see why he done it, and for literally so many years he, he's had to stick to a pretty certain strict code and yeah it was very interesting okay. super bomber man if i remember that was nintendo 64 you could play four players it was like Yay! one of the original battle royales like that that's was, it. That's that was it. the era of like mario kart 64 all them where it's just like come on we'll play battle carts and you just three balloons floating behind you and it's on Except it's Bomberman. Bomberman, perfect. Jeez, all right. So you've obviously... Oh, hang on, I've done one more. Are you going to mention Pokemon this week, or is, was that a last week's game? I think that was last week's. I actually finished it last week. It was actually literally after the episode. So Before you get on to your next one, can you play Bomberman on the Switch over the internet? Can I play against you if I buy it? You know what? That's what I was actually loading it up for now, because I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> Um, so you can actually multi-battle. You can Ooh. local battle or online battle as well. Jesus. That's Ooh. risky. Yeah. Hey, it's pretty cheap too. It was like 19 bucks or something. Uh, Maybe it might have been 30. I don't remember. I hated it right away. Who knows? Me, mate. You just Ten cups of coffee. Move on. <laughs> Tear up that bill when that comes in, but just move on. All right. The last game is another VR game that I was playing. So we mentioned a bit of it last week. Now I have finished it. And I'd like to announce that I've fully completed The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets on PSVR. 100% of it. Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. You tried explaining this a little bit to me last week, but let's go for any of our new listeners. Explain the concept. Explain 
what it is, how you play it, how you beat the game. <laughs> well, it, it's not it's not a large game in, in any respects. There's, I think there's like six levels. You start off the game, and you can you can hear in the story your grandfather talking to you saying i love all the memories we used to have can you go back to these childhood areas and return them to their former glory so you need to find your pets or your little figurines on these miniature worlds and there's little things that you have to do to interact with those worlds so like one of the worlds is like an ice mountain you have to get a hairdryer and the only way to get a hairdryer is to drive the train around and make the hammer hit the ice to shatter the ice to get the hairdryer out. You're actually... sure this is a good one? <laughs> it is really... It actually takes a lot to think. Yeah. Like, you're looking at going, okay, well, what do I do here? And then someone will say, oh, you need to check under the ice. Well, I'm like, how do you check under the ice? Especially for you, because you wouldn't have seen a hairdryer for about 20 years. Well, that's it. I didn't know what they were for. But now I do. You use it on the ice and it melts the ice. Icebergs, that makes sense. Yeah. Global warming. That's, yeah, pretty much on one level. Uh, there's another level that is un, like underwater, so you can actually turn on a tap and a shower fills up the screen so the whole area is underwater and then different things happen on the world. And again, you're still finding your pets. By the end of the game, you've got to catch or get all your pets, which is normally about five per level. And then there's also like 42 coins that you have to find for your pocket money. I have no idea what the pocket money was in reference for. I don't know why you had to collect 42 of them. I did. I don't know if it's anything, if they're going to expand the game on that, but it was really, really good. Talking and hearing the grand, your, your ingrained grandfather reminiscing about past times got you thinking yourself about your, your childhood as well and going certain places with your grandparents and things like that. I actually really liked it. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> you don't sound that thrilled, but I do. No, it no, I'm good. actually, I'm just the same. I'm, it's funny how, like, we've talked about it before. Like, you, you can get a AAA-rated game like Greedfall, stuff like that, and you you play it and you move on. And then all of a sudden you get this game like Flappy Birds or Idle Wizard and you're punching in a hundred hours because it's just something there that wins you over. It's something that it's it, there's no such thing as a, a winning formula. Uh, yeah. Some some games can repeat a complete game and you don't like it, and then other games you're just like, what is this thing? Why am I got a hairdryer out on a mountain? And you all of a sudden it's. <laughs> 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning and you're still playing and or I'm like I lie in bed and I'm playing a mobile game and I'm like I've got literally like I look around my gaming room if I truthfully had to go straight down to EB Games right now and buy all these games you'd probably drop maybe $2,000, $3,000 on on the games that I've got, and yet I'm playing an Idol Wizard game that I bought for $4 on online because it's just <laughs> something about it is frustratingly good. Yeah. Um, and there's also, there is a little bit of a, it's not going to be a spoiler, but there is actually two endings. So there's a true ending and the normal game ending. So you get the true ending if you get all the different pets and then all the change and all that. I I think the game was really well done and I really can't wait for the developer to make another game. I've actually sent them a message saying, hey, I'm really waiting because it's really good. Or even if they add on to this game, like 
It's yeah. seriously good. And it's only it was it's actually quite cheap on the PlayStation store. I think I think that one's the extra seventeen bucks. Don't worry about the Bomberman being like thirty something. I think this one was seventeen. It was actually quite cheap. And that wasn't with the Black Friday sales or anything like that. Yeah. Well the least we talk about Black Friday sales, the better. Jesus, it's between Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales. We haven't Autumn. actually put anything on the website about Black Friday because I can't stand my news feed is as full. I'm like, where do I start? I'm like, you know what? You're not going to win. Just if you've got enough money, go and buy whatever you want. It used to be cheap. you'd get an actual good sale. Now I swear they just put extra markup on these TVs and consoles and they say, hey, look, 60% off. But it's more expensive than what it was when it freaking first came out. You're like, yeah. of course you're 60% off that $2,000 TV. You were selling <laughs> it for $1,000 last week. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I've kind of left Black Friday away from our website, which is, I, I think is good. But I, think I personally haven't bought anything on Black Friday other than eyeballing Pixel Crib's website. That was the only website where I truthfully... <laughs> I had my credit card out of my wallet and I was right about to click add to cart and then the missus busted me and she's like, she could smell the butterflies like the moths coming out of my wallet and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, just buying your flowers, babe, I swear. <laughs> flowers.com, there we yeah, go, done. I was like, yeah, see, there you go. I'll just draw a flower on the front of my Super Nintendo anthology book. You will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe on the box. Oh. Yeah. All right, so what have you been doing gaming? I have done not that much gaming this week, actually. I've done a bit of Pokemon. Oh, yeah? What are you up to Pokemon? I haven't even gotten to the first gym yet. That's what you said I... last time. Okay, maybe I haven't played it since this then. <laughs> Have I lost all sense of time? <laughs> so, Look, the yeah. weeks do go pretty quick. So when we're doing a weekly even... podcast, it goes oh. really, really quick. Has it even been a week? What's going on? What day is it? But no. Oh, all right. Well, then delete Pokemon off the show notes. <laughs> I didn't play it this week, apparently. <laughs> so all, all I've done was... <laughs> did I freaking do this week? <laughs> did I actually play anything? So let me just say, on the um, actual show notes, it says Gaming of the Week. It's got Laman. It's got all the games I've just mentioned before. And then it's got Steve. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right come on i've done a book review for well that's got to count for at least some uh i haven't you've forgotten and, you've forgotten about the main game that you've been streaming you just streamed now, before i i have yeah. i've got one game i'll get to that so my gaming this week was doing a review for pixel crib and playing death stranding i I held off buying Death Stranding. Can I just say, was it actually gaming of the week playing Death Stranding? Well, I'm actually confused but aroused at the same time. <laughs> that is so... <laughs> <laughs> because I just don't know. I Like, I'm literally sitting here thinking, you know what? I actually enjoy Death Stranding. Like, it has to be one of the most... 
boring games to watch on a stream. Like I'm I'm not the biggest stream watcher. I don't log in and watch people hours on hours on hours. I I'd much rather play myself. I only times not play with myself. I said play myself. Thank you. I would rather <laughs> Sure you did. Okay. We can I, just move on. <laughs> the only times I really watch streamers is for professional games like StarCraft, League of Legends, stuff like that. So when it comes to RPGs, uh, like I tried watching someone stream Final Fantasy and I was like, what am I doing? I own this game on about 17 different consoles. I've bought it 98 times. Why am I not playing this myself? So off I go. But Death Stranding, I remember I talking to you and I said, look, let's let's do it. Let's do some reviews, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, I've already got Star Wars. You get Death Stranding. And I was like, no, you get Death Stranding, I'll get Star Wars, because I'm not a big Hideo Kojima fanboy, and I've said that right from the start. I've never gotten into Metal Gear Solid, like, militant kind of thing. Like, I haven't played a Metal Gear Solid game for a while. The last one I got, you'd capture stuff and send it back to your home base, and you slowly were building your home base. And, uh, yeah, it just... So it seemed like he was rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And it was, so, and I, I say that very tongue-in-cheek because I don't want to cause offence. It's just not my genre. Uh, I don't um, have that appeal to go rushing to him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up a stream. I'm going to look up a Death Stranding stream. Don't do that. It, was, <laughs> it made me not want to buy the game. I was like, Jesus, all you are is a glorified posty boy. You're just literally running around delivering things. This is boring. You're just literally running in a straight line. And I, I held off and I held off, and then all of a sudden I found it at Harvey Norman for 68 bucks. I went to EB Games, made them price match. Just because they're trying to sell it for hundreds, so I'm like, ah, stick it to you so you can give it to me nice and cheap. But my local EB Games guy, I don't even need to tell him prices anymore. He's just like, hey, mate, yes, I can give it to you cheap. And he, he knows. <laughs> That's cool. He knows I'm coming at him. And truthfully, I'm, mate, what, maybe three hours, three to four hours, I, I, I think I am. Oh, maybe two two to four i can't remember the exact because it's just as if you're watching a movie it, it is so cinematic heavy i played the other night like when the first time i played i had been playing for 22 minutes and i hadn't played longer than two of them and that was the, that, <laughs> that's how it start that's how it started and literally in the three hours let's just um either two or four hours, let's go in the middle and say I've played for three. Out of the three hours, if I have actual gameplay of more than half an hour, I would be very, very surprised. Maybe half an hour, 40 minutes worth of gameplay in three hours. It is... Unreal. That's crazy in itself. After listening to Pierce and uh, from um, Ninja Penguin Studios and then reading some articles and that... I understand Hideo Kojima's 
thought line now of getting himself into movie creations. Like, the this is a game that I would watch the movie of. It's it's very, very story-heavy, yep. but it's so cinematic-heavy. Like you were saying before, you've got a fair bit of lore coming in, you're trying to keep up. With this one, it's just literally like watching a movie. You you walk away and you're like, what just, what just happened? Did I even play a game? Like I tried to play for an hour the other night because uh, I was like, oh, geez, I've got one hour. Uh, I've got dad duties. Boom, I'll play. Fifty-six minutes or something, I had to cut the stream off because I was stuck in a cinematic. I was like, come on, I couldn't save. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so you can't but, skip the actual cinematics? Well, I could have. But the problem was I didn't save it before I started the cinematic and then I left my PlayStation for so long it turned it went into sleep mode so it would have shut the game down. So I'd ha- um... I'll have to start it again. Hopefully an auto save happened just before the cinematic and yeah. I can kick the stream off from there again. But yeah, it was just... Don't start that game if you've only got a quick 20 minutes because you're not going to do anything. You're just literally going to sit down, push start, and then be like, oh, oh well, let's just watch the anime for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I was watching you do the stream, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's see this Death Stranding. Let's see if I go get it. And you literally ran, I'm not even going to say 100 meters. I reckon it was 50 meters in game, and then bang, cinematic. And I'm like... Okay. The thing Maybe is, there's a lot of lore. I'll watch it. I couldn't yeah, get into it watching it. The thing is, to watch the game, it's terribly boring. But when you're doing it, because you're carrying your backpack, like I had to go on uh, to give away some storyline, the president of America just died, which is your mum. Uh, when they die, they get overtaken with necrosis and they can explode or become one of the bad guys. So you have to incinerate them. You have to burn the body. You can't burn the body too close to civilization because, oh, they said the name, but it's it's something. They haven't gone too much into the lore of how it all happened yet. After all these cinematics, you'd think I'd have a movie worth of uh, information, but I don't. Um, Mads Mikkelsen just rocked up. He's just in the most recent video that I was uh, showing. And when you're running, because you've got your mum's body in your backpack, you're... Your mum's body? Yeah, because she died. You have to go and take her to the incinerator. Okay, and she fits in your backpack? No, no, they, like, you're got like a mecha backpack so they she's just literally they wrap a whole entire body up in sort of like mummy wrapping and they sit her on it just literally has like a little seat on your backpack they sit her in strap her in it just looks like literally a kid sitting there facing outwards from your back and it's strapped onto you oh yeah so normally Normally, that's where all the canisters go that you're delivering and you can carry up to whatever weight. Like, I can carry 120 kilos at the moment uh, uh, before I get overloaded. But, yeah, so she's there. But because it's such a long body, it even talks about in it, 
like you try running forwards and you start leaning to the left, so you have to hold R2 and then you start leaning to the right. You're like, what the bloody hell's going on? Jeez. And then if you start running too quick, you lose balance, fall over, and that's how you actually hurt yourself. So ah. it, at all times, you have to be doing something. You can't just tune off. Oh, mindlessly press forward. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can't just tune off and look elsewhere. So it's enough to actually keep you intrigued because I was mucking around running down a hill. I was like, let's see how fast I can run before I fall over. And then you're, you're mucking around and it just, yeah, I, I have to eat my words. I was not keen on the game. I teased the game. I actually said if I wanted to be a post office boy, I would have gone work for Australia Post. I take that back. I'm three hours in and I will play it more. I don't know how I'll go because I don't have an abundance of time. I've obviously being single dad, I get my kids 50-50. Like when I've got my kids, it's a split week. So when I've got my kids, I can't actually play until they go to bed. So then all of a sudden I can only play for half an hour and that's a cinematic and then I have to go to bed and then the next day <laughs> play it for You're half an hour. for 100 minutes and then 100, 100 metres and then bang yes. cinematic. Oh. So it, look, I saw someone wrote on our Facebook saying after 50 to 60 hours it gets good. I, <laughs> How do you get to 50 and 60 oh. hours? Make it good. Do you, I, think, I think that's when you're most in, like indoctrinated into this thing and you're like, there has to be a good ending. And I is would, there a good ending? I want to know. <laughs> I'll give it five to six hours. And if I'm not, I'm already pretty good, truthfully. I just, uh, it, it is pretty heavy for the storyline. So I, it's not one where I feel like, oh, you know what, I'll just put it down today and I'll pick it back up next week. It's something that I feel like you have to do that half an hour worth of cinematic a night, otherwise you'll lose that feeling for it. So, But initial response, definitely recommend it. Uh, it's under $70. Uh, yeah, it's just a f- fun, I guess. I don't know whether I'm having fun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so con- like I'm literally confused by this game because from the outside in, I'm like, what do, what do I even like about this game? But with the story and the cinematics, it's... R2 and L2. Yeah, R2 and L2 just to run. And, but, yeah, with everything... And, like, even when I'm running in a certain area, the music plays and it's very... You'd probably say classical in some areas, and I really like that type of music. Like, it's, yeah, and it's just so far, thumbs up. Yep, definitely recommended. Like, I, I wouldn't have, if I bought it for the $100 day one release from EB Games, I probably would have been upset. I would have took it back within the seven days and got my money back. For $68, whatever it is, I'll probably just keep it. I don't know what Hideo Kojima is like with his DLCs and his releasing of patches, etc. But uh, talking about that, day one, 32 gig patch, that's the initial one, let alone the updates, because I bought it late, uh, the updates that had come out, which was another however many gigs. So, yeah, if you're going to buy it, get ready for at least a 40 gig download. 
Wow, okay. So I need like five days to prepare to play the game. Yeah, if you're going to play... And then once I play it, I'm watching five hours worth of cinematics before I get to play the game. I like it. If you're going to play it this weekend, you should take it to your mate's place with NBN because you won't make it. (laughs) I won't make it. Okay, cool. All right. You got any any other games of the week? Or is that it for today? That's literally it. That's that's it for this week for gaming for me. So I I can say Death Stranding is game of the week for me. Because it's the only game I played. <laughs> uh, I thought I played Pokemon, but obviously not. You didn't play Pokemon? No, obviously not. It must have been the week before. I just, it's all, <laughs> it's all becoming one. It's all becoming one. Oh, that sounds like, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, so, uh. <laughs> all right. So, news from gamersdownunder.com. So, we've had a couple of posts come out, and they've, Pretty gone, gone pretty well, actually. So, allegedly, there's a new Batman ca- game coming soon. Well, it's to be announced, so it won't be coming soon, but it'll be coming. What do you reckon? I played some of the Batman games, like Arkham Asylum, but I just I never got into them, like, yeah, militant kind of thing, like I was saying. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's a lot I, like Assassin's Creed for me. Yeah, hit and miss. Like I just, it's like like usual. It's like depending on what kind of mood you're in is whether you uh, like that style of gameplay at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't, I don't know. I've played most of the Batman games that have come out. I love that it's a, a big sandbox, open world, and you can go anywhere and you unlock special abilities depending on how you level up. But I always find with majority of the Batman games, and this is probably majority of those sandbox games, I end up overpowering myself before the end of the game. Yep. Because I do all the side stuff first. So, I don't know. They said that this might be announced at the Games Awards 2019, which is happening in December. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. It was leaked on Twitter um, by New Wabi Sabi. And they were actually behind other previous leaks for E3 as well. So mm, they look okay. like they know what they're talking about. So Sounds keep you up to date. If anything happens with it as well, we'll keep you up to date. Now, I'd also like to mention that the Games Awards are actually on the 12th of the 12th. It was streamed on Twitter, YouTube, oh, and Facebook. So just make sure you jump on. Uh, you can actually still nominate who you want to vote for for the Game Awards. Are we on there? No, we're not. Jeez. No, no, no. But our votes still count, so you still can actually vote for it. So for the game of the year, the games are Control, Death Death Stranding. There you go, mate. You can vote for that. Mm. Resident Evil 2, Seiko, Shadow, Die Twice, never played, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and The Outer Worlds. So probably the only one I would vote for maybe would be Control. Super Smash Bros. Yeah. But yeah, there's heaps of different other titles, like action games, and it goes through. You can select which ones you'd go for. So definitely, if you haven't voted, just make sure you put your votes in. Jeez. Oh, what um, are you going to vote? What are you voting for? I already voted for Control. Oh, did you? Control sick. I, I like Control. There you go. Okay. Hmm. Uh, there's been more leaked stuff about Diablo 4. <laughs> so it's actually going to be... Sort of like episodic. So similar to Final Fantasy, it's going to be like the first story or first chapter of a much larger story. 
I I read about that a little bit. I'm nervous with Final Fantasy VII, and of course there's rebuttal against what I'm right about to say because I'm a fanboy and people can be like, oh, you're only agreeing with them because you're a fanboy. The size of that game is absolutely immense it's through the roof like for them to remake that game into one game it would have taken them 10 years and by then the technology would have been old and they would have had to start all over again so they they were struggling with the idea and the concept of what to do how to do it etc etc so that was when they come up with the idea of saying you know what we're gonna do it episodic but each episode is going to be game size in in quality, quantity, everything. So just to escape Midgar is one game. A lot of people, I a lot of people would sit here and say, "What escape Midgar? That's ridiculous." You could like if you really, really had a like you could have a big weekend and you could easily get out of Midgar. Like if you started playing Final Fantasy on the Friday, you were easily out of Midgar by you could nearly I think I actually done it in one sitting got out of Midgar and got to calm so you could definitely look at that and be like you know what where's where's the full game coming from um but then now they've turned around and said Midgar is enormous it's an absolute major city of all of Final Fantasy 7 and yet you can't do anything. You can't see anything. You can't play anything. So now they're going to actually expand it. So you can go through all of it. And yeah. if so, yeah, if Square have turned around and said, look, this is the best we can do. It's either we don't touch the game at all or this is the best we can do. They copped a lot of grief for that, like because of the episodic, you're going to charge us every time. It came out on four discs, three discs, whatever, back in the day. You only charge us once. What's the difference? Blah, blah, blah. I'm very torn with, with what to listen to. If they, If they make the first release, the first episode... 20 hours plus i'll accept that and that's not with grinding 20 hours without grinding if it's 20 hours with grinding i will be upset because that's just blatantly ridiculous i've uh, sorry i mean as in playing the game normally for 20 hours like of course you can speed run things and you can get through things in seven hours and skip battles and all that kind of stuff of course i understand that i'm not talking speed running and i'm not talking about grinding i'm talking about just playing the game like me and you would normally play if it takes me a normal game length to get to calm so bet but that's a game that's already pre-existing they tried to have a crack at it five years ago when they first announced it at E3. They even had a demo for it. They copped so much backlash for using a contractor to start building the town. They had to sack that contractor and bring it all in-house because of how crazy the fan base was. They underestimated what was happening. Diablo 4, on the other hand with Blizzard's history of how they've been going lately, especially with their financial difficulties, 
I question whether they have honourable thought process behind this or they are doing an EA cash cow and just trying to sell each episode for money. But they're going to say that it's the same length as a original Diablo game as well. So I don't mind, like, even if you go back to StarCraft, right? You play the main game, then you play Brood Wars, then you play StarCraft 2, and that's an overarching story yes. over all those different factions as, as well. So it's three games. Well, yeah, three games, but it's technically like three, six, seven, eight, nine games. In that, so if you're playing as one team, that's one game. So like Terran, Zerg, mm. Protoss. So I like how they've done and the overarching story. So if they do that with this, I love anything with a major overarching story that comes back. An original. This is not even a game. This is Babylon Five. It went over five seasons. Things they said in episode one affected what they said at the episode uh, at the final episode in season five. Yep. Like. I love that because then it goes for all the diehard friends that are watching it going, hey, they were talking about this here and they've done it here. And yeah, it it really brings it home to them because they have invested their time with it. So I don't mind episodic if it's like that. That's fine. I really don't have an issue. I don't even have an issue if I have to pay for it. If it is like updates you have to pay for, fine, pay it if you like the story. If you don't like the story, don't buy the game. Move on. See? EA for life. Oh, <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know whether I can do it. I just Diablo Four. I will definitely be getting, and I'll be getting it pretty much day one. Now, I will. Yeah, I will. I, I, let's face it. I will. I'm just uh, a little nervous. Can't be nervous. Just jump in, mate. Shut up and take my money. That's all you need to say. You'll be fine. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So the next one that we mentioned on the website was. Project Scarlet mm-hmm. won't focus on VR. Apparently, nobody's asking for it. Well, that's because you jumped over to PlayStation. Uh, because I've got VR. But that's the only thing I play on. Yeah, that's the only thing I play on it. Actually, I played a bit of Star Wars on it. But that's not the point. I would have yes. played it on Xbox, but I bought it on Star Wars by, on PlayStation by mistake. So, Xbox, please, please, please get VR. I really enjoy VR. I have so much fun playing VR. They say you're isolated. I don't feel isolated. I feel like I've immersed myself in a world. But got little what's, characters what's, around me. Isn't that what gaming is? Like, you're pretty much isolated anyway. Like, well, That's right. a lot of us retro gamers, older style gamers, like, yes, we've done a lot of LAN parties and you had your mates over and you played all, like, Ethernet games and four-player, split-screen, all that kind of stuff, but... For myself, being an RPG player, it was me. It was just me sitting in a room on my own, playing with the games. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, even one of our um, members on our page commented about the four-player split screen. Yep. And just so you know, Steve, there is still games that do four-player split screen. Is there? Yeah, there is. What? Are they, any, are they any good? They're fantastic. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what? I read the comments. This is from Scott Anderson. So, allegedly, Borderlands 3 is split screen. That might be okay. And the next one, this made my day. The Lego games are split screen. <sighs> Woo! Go Lego! No? 
That's ridiculous. What? No. <laughs> so thanks, Scott, for letting us know. That's great. Black Ops, hell, pretty much all multiplayer games have an option for an offline split screen. Wow, we're being told. So apparently there is games that we're not doing split screen. Oh, there is uh, games, but it's more I've just got no friends to actually hop on the other screens. <laughs> I think that's a personal thing, mate, between you. But anyway, so yeah, so VR is not going to be happening on Scarlet anytime soon. Sony actually responded. Shuhi oh. Yoshida actually yes. responded and actually said, we often sometimes work hard to make things that no customers are asking for them. So he's just pretty much saying, well, Sony's doing it. Yeah. And you know what? I actually, I think there needs to be a market for VR. I really do because I, I reckon there is it's not a, it's not a massive market like compared when, to all the other mainstream. There needs to be a market. There is a market. I just don't have like I wear my VR whenever I want to like because I'm in obviously everyone's seen my live streams and everything like that. I'm in a sunroom, rumpus room, etc. I'm no longer in my gaming room. I'm not in the lounge room where my big TV is. So when I'm not playing on my full... Look, my, I'm actually using a computer monitor for my PlayStation. It's HDR, 4K, very, very low MS. So I like it for a lot of games. But when I want that big 225-inch screen, 100-inch screen, stuff like that, I'll throw on my VR only for the screen. The gaming, I just I don't know whether it's my eyes. My eyes, I'm supposed to wear glasses up close. It's I don't wear them for anything other than reading books, and my reasoning is because I've got slightly long vision so i actually need glasses to dull my vision down otherwise my eyes sit there and try to focus too much so when i put the vr on i haven't tried it with my glasses i don't know where they are i really should wear them but (laughs) (laughs) so i've never tried vr with my glasses on yeah i'm telling you now i've had so much fun and i'll look and feel guy from xbox has actually said that there is a lot of experiences and demos and vr isn't where it should be and look okay i've said it myself some of the vr games aren't where they should be doom vr oh my god shocking but like i've played no man's sky on it i've played uh the tales of the lost the um the curious tale of the stolen pets i've played many other games on vr so uh beat saber all of them they're all really good, and they actually are fun to play. I, don't, I probably don't play them a lot, but if I'm like, oh, yeah, what can I do now? Oh, I'll chuck the VR on. Why not? Give it a go. Get actually in the game rather than just sit and play Star Wars on the screen. I'm like, you know what? The, I'm going to play problem, Battlefield. Yeah. The problem that I've got, I feel like they actually, with the handheld gun they had back in the day where the left hand actually had the moving forward moving back look right and then like that system felt so much smoother you could play kill zone stuff like that than what they've got now i hate how the new vr doesn't even have like a d do you call it a d-pad the analog stick 
it, you can't even lean forward. You can't lean back. Turn left. Turn like it just. You can. How? But turn a gun. No, oh. there is a gun that you're talking about. It's about a hundred bucks to buy it. It comes with a game, and it literally has the analog stick at the front. It, you hold it like a gun. It's probably it why I haven't look like played it. Really cool. I, as I said, I don't think VR is a very big tapped market. I don't know if I've marketed it well. Maybe my, that might be it. A lot of smaller developers are releasing things on VR, so maybe there is a bit of... So there's not a lot yeah. of AAA games that are doing VR. But the I like pro- some of the indie developers doing the, it. The problem is to actually counter-argue that AAA-rated games, most of the time, have a board of CEOs, investors, shareholders, all that kind of stuff. They have to get approvals for their games to get produced. So they have to sit there and say, okay, what sort of profit margins do you expect from that game? Indie then developers what? don't have that. Okay, then what about Greedfall? What happened there? Yeah, oh, they would have, <laughs> heads would have rolled. <laughs> well, mine didn't, I just returned it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? What like, I think they should try and maybe invest into the market a bit more, what they're doing. I reckon Sony is doing a really good job. They're letting people release things on there. There's constantly new stuff coming to it. Whether or not some of them are good or bad, it's still the immersion and being inside the world. And it is an escape to reality, which is why gamers play games, to escape reality. So I think definitely in the future it's going to get a lot bigger than what it is now. It's probably a little bit clunky because you're wearing a headset over. It gets quite hot and all the other things that they're saying, the cons for it. But it is a good aspect and I really think they need to push it a bit more. Yeah. On to Games with Gold. So, Microsoft's December releases for their free games are pretty good games, mate. Have you seen that? Games with Gold is the Microsoft's one. That's a Game Pass. And then you've got the PS Plus for PlayStation, don't you? Yeah. As we normally always have a debate about this one because PlayStation's obviously quality over quantity. Wow. I don't think so. But anyway, for some aspects it is. like I really have now, I, I really sit in the middle with both of them. I really yeah. can't choose which one I like because both of them offer fantastic things. I reckon this is Xbox's pinnacle. While PlayStation, I reckon their exclusives are their pinnacle. Microsoft's pinnacle is their giveaways for games with gold. Yeah. So like this month, in December, the coming that's coming out, uh, Jurassic Park Evolution, brilliant insane. game, yeah, brilliant, hundred percent brilliant game. Brilliant game. Yep. But I've already bought it, so now I've got. I'll, <laughs> like, yep. do I download it for free? I've already got it. Yeah. Uh, insane Robots. Never really heard of it. Never heard of it. No. Toy Story Three. That's an old Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty game. That was quite fun to play. And Castlevania. Castlevania. Which one? Does it say Mirror a name? Of- yeah, Mirror of Fate. So Lord oh. of the Shadow, Mirror of Fate. Okay. So it's in HD as well. So the story about the Belmont family is revealed in Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. As well. yeah. And that's, I'm, a, I'm a Castlevania fan. Yeah, and that's from the 360 as well. So it's a, they're older games, but they are pretty heavy hitters, I think. So it sounds like two new games, two old games for Microsoft. What's PlayStation kicking off with? So PlayStation is kicking off with. <laughs> I'm going to start with the with with my favourite. 
<laughs> go PlayStation Go. Monster, let me say it. Monster Energy Supercross. That's actually pretty good. That's no actually way! An... It's a dirt bike! Yeah, for a dirt bike game, that one is actually pretty good. That advertising monster on it. It can't be good. Have you drank that drink? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. But monster, <laughs> yeah. Monster's enormous in the MX scene, so, so but yeah, I understand that. But all right, what's the other one? The other one? Titanfall 2. Very good game. And, I have uh, it is Titanfall 1 was just a sneaky little gem that come out of nowhere. Titanfall 2 also. Like, if you can get it for free, yeah, I recommend getting it. It's very, very good. I, I enjoyed it heavily. Okay. Yeah, cool. But yeah, All so right. that's it for the free games that are coming out this month between Xbox and PlayStation. All right, well, it's Retro Minute. We haven't done one of them for a little bit. I've left the book review from Pixel Crib to Retro Minute solely because Pixel Crib, P-I-X-E-L-C-R-I-B.com.au, the book that we just done the review on, the unofficial SNES, so Super Nintendo, Pixel Book. It's 16-bit glory. This is another type of coffee table type art book that they've got at the moment it was a pre-release it comes out this week brilliant book absolutely brilliant book so much different to the last book that i got from them last book was a final fantasy 15 book and it was it was dedicated for the actual game it was 220 pages worth of final fantasy 15 this book is completely different it's one page is normally one game but it's based on their opinions like on some of the stuff like they're just die hard absolute fans of the 16-bit era and they must be to spend that sort of time on this book it's but like i literally tried out of the oh i think 120 120 plus games that are in the book I tried to get them down to five. I couldn't. I'll read the list out of the books that I end up having to do the review on. By the time I actually done the review, I, I've written down 22 games. I've crossed it out to 23 games. I've crossed it out to 24. I think the final number I got to was 24, maybe 25 if you count all of the Street Fighters. But, like, this is why Super Nintendo has got such a gem in my heart. Because if you listen to these 25 games, most are RPGs and legends in the whole RPG world. So you got like Aladdin, Lion King. We've done the reviews on them lately. Absolutely brilliant games. We punched out much hours on that, whether it was a Sega Mega Drive version or a Super Nintendo version. Bayomut Lagoon, that was, a, if anyone knows that name, is the dragon that's from Final Fantasy. Battletoads, everyone loves Battletoads. Breath of Fire 1 and 2, they're in there. They're, Breath of Fire 2 is probably my second favourite RPG of all times. It battles Final Fantasy 7 for the top, top rank. Castlevania, Vampire's Kiss, Chrono Trigger, Donkey Kong Country, Dragon Quest 6, Earthbound, Earthworm Jim, Final Fantasy 4 and 6. 
Fire Emblem, Flintstones, Illusion of Time, Legend of Zelda. I had to chuck a Zelda in to keep you happy. <laughs> Star Fox, Super Mario World, Super can I, Mario Kart. Can I Karts. stop you there? I'm going to stop you there, right? That Zelda is my favorite Zelda of all time. And that's what I mean. Like, there's the Super Nintendo, and like, literally looking through this book. I end up actually writing down prices for games. I end up on eBay because just trying to get through this book, I challenge any of our listeners to actually get this book and read it from the start to the finish and not want to either buy or download, because they're on Switch, we don't condone pirating, download any of their favourite games. It is. It's very, very difficult. I know I struggled. I was on eBay straight away. I realized how expensive eBay was, so then I just bought them on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to buy them on the Switch. Not for the snares. It's all no, on, uh, on I mean, online. Yeah. Yes, I, wasn't, I didn't do that. But, like, literally... <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> it, well, I did. When you went I, through the list and you showed me the book, I'm like, this is unreal. And then I literally started playing my Switch again for the Super Nintendo games. And guess what? I went back to Zelda. (laughs) I love it. For the price of the book, you might not be an avid Super Nintendo fan, but it it would be greatly accepted in nearly any gamer stocking under the Christmas tree. I can guarantee you on that. The hard case has a hard sleeve so you can sit it up on your uh, like in a display cover up on the shelf in the gaming room and then like that perfect uh, just i gotta give big thumbs up two gamers thumbs for old pixel crib once again so i'll just now <laughs> let the gamers know that uh, my address is and i expect christmas presents out the 25th yep. <laughs> no oh i will well, your birthday so- 23rd either or 23rd, 25th, this month. Get out there. <laughs> I normally like um, I, no, I like Christmas. Sander's not the only one emptying his sack normally. Wow. <laughs> and with that, I think that is I us. Think, I think we are done. We're done. That's All what right. she says. Oh, no, he's gone. Says. Oh. All right. Well, look. I just want to mention after that that something is definitely coming to Gamers Down Under. Keep a look eye out on our Facebook page and our website. Uh, we... Can we say what it is yet? No. Oh. We have to wait. Okay. We have to wait. They have to wait. Vader is his dad. It gets a spoiler. <laughs> anyway, so something is coming. Make sure you keep on our socials because it will be coming very soon. Allegedly. <laughs> Maybe like Diablo 4. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, but yeah, no. Look, seriously, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Ensure you check out gamersdownunder.com for all your gaming news and reviews. Finally, make sure you smash that subscribe button and actually smash it. If it doesn't smash, smash it again. Exactly. And it'll never be game over. And gamers got a game. <laughs>